You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Marvelous Monday, March 11th. Wow. You like that? Did you practice that? Nope. That was good. Yeah. It's also <laughs> missing an hour Monday. Oh, yeah. I, I was fine yesterday, and I was like, this is great. And then I had to wake up early this morning so I could ride my bike in and... Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> All of our friends who live in municipalities that do not participate in daylight saving time yeah. are perfectly fine. They're all laughing at us right now. They are. <laughs> I they saw are. some of them laughing at us on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, it is Monday and it is, uh, it's a good week, but it is the Monday after time change. So how yeah. many people were late to church yesterday. Our late service was packed I yesterday. Bet. And I was like, oh, this is great. Look at all these people. And then when I was talking to my parents last night, and they were like, yeah, our service was, everyone was late. I was like, oh, right. <laughs> That's why late service was so full. Two great topics on deck today. Uh, the Concordia Apologetics Conference yeah. coming up. And uh, so we're going to share that. And how can you serve in your community with your mm-hmm. congregation um, in response to uh, a disaster, an emergency, uh, how can you be prepared to serve in response to that? Some uh, a really great program that's mm-hmm. that's been um, implemented around the well, I was going to say around the country, but it's really been used in in internationally yeah, as well. Yeah, it has. Um, the alert or Lutheran early, uh, early response or emergency response training. We'll I get that. Written that in the program notes, yeah. shouldn't I? <laughs> we'll get to that in just a little bit. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. And that's where we are going this Mm -hmm. morning as well. Dr. Kirk Taylor, faculty advisor to the Undergraduate Pre-Professional Church Work Organization, the UPCO at CUW. So many letters. Uh, I'm a DCE in the LCMS, (laughs) and I work at KFUO. Uh, Dr. Taylor, thanks so much for joining us this morning. My pleasure, Andrew. Sarah, nice talking to you again. I think it was probably about a year ago you and I had a conversation about our director of church ministries program here at Concordia. So uh, if if we can talk once a year, I'm I'm good. I'm happy with that. <laughs> also joining us, Stephen uh, Kreitjo Jr. He's an undergraduate of classical education, undergraduate pre professional church work organization conference director for Concordia University, Wisconsin. Stephen, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, this is uh, a exciting uh, a conference on apologetics. What is the Concordia Apologetics Conference? So the Concordia Apologetics Conference is an annual lecture series on apologetics and related topics hosted on Concordia's campus um, by the Undergraduate Pre-Professional Church Work Organization, uh, which is a group of undergraduates dedicated to fields pertaining to future service in the church. And who who typically attends these conferences? Is it meant for um, more students or, or lay people, the community at large? Um, it, it's a combination. The conference is attended by university students and local church parishioners. Um, anyone who's interested in apologetics and related topics, it's usually a smaller conference, uh, seeing about 50 or a little over 100, depending on the year. Hmm. What have some of the other uh, topics been for these conferences? Um, the first three were very um, centered on apologetics, um, kind of what apologetics is, um, looking at truth, looking at different cultural apologetics, um, and then last year we switched uh, focuses a little bit and went with bioethics and looked at some of the ethical dilemmas. Ooh, that sounds like it would be really interesting. Uh, uh, why is it? Why is this kind of conference uh, important? And why? Why is it something that that the the, the UPCO uh, for church workers? Why is it? Why is this something that that this organization puts on? Um, in this case, um, it will be covering uh, classical education, which. Um, 
I wanted to focus on uh, for two reasons. Um, first, I wanted to promote the new classical studies major and uh, classical pedagogy minor, as well as the new great text pathway, which gives students the opportunity to really dig into primary sources that they would otherwise be reading about or excerpting. Um, second, I want to show that apologetics is not um, just a class or a subject. It's a way of teaching and learning that equips students of Scripture to think well about biblical and worldly claims. And uh, this way of teaching is very classical and Lutheran in nature. Um, and uh, this year, since the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education is supporting the conference, we'll also put interested parents and students in contact with them. And they, they've been an invaluable resource uh, for classical educators. Let's let's dig into that a little bit more. Why uh, classical education is important to you and uh, and and to other students who are preparing for professional church work. Um, in my case, I have found that classical education um, really addresses learning in a way that's uh, very unique to the lifelong experience, instead of um, a mere training for a job or a minimum requirement, um, common language-based learning. Um, so, so what it does is it, it digs into things like um, character and wisdom and eloquence um, and uh, communication with others in the world. And I think in that way it's very unique, and um, I want to be a part of it. Dr. Taylor, the uh, it sounds like the students really organized this event and, and uh, planned for this event. Why is it important for students to be uh, providing that direction for this event? Yeah, all of these students are going to be church workers, and as you know, as a DCE working in a congregation, uh, you have to be a self-starter, you have to be a self-motivator, and you have to be able to follow through on things. And um, this conversation that we're having is a perfect example. Stephen has everything figured out, everything lined up, and I'm just kind of sitting back listening because that's that's what this organization does. These students have done everything except when they needed some money, and uh, and then they, they say, can we have your signature here? But um, what they do is, is not just this conference. They'll have monthly lectures here on campus where various professionals and uh, and professors will uh, speak on a topic, and uh, uh, and these students line all of that up. So in addition to being um, a, a resource for students here to learn about apologetics, and in this case, uh, classical education, uh, these students are preparing themselves for life in church work. How does the topic of, of classical education uh, relate to apologetics? I, know, I don't know. When I think of apologetics, I don't necessarily... Uh, go to classical education, but how do those two things uh, fit together? Um, so uh, I, I think they're very complementary is the right word to use, because the objective of, of apologetics is to aid the Christian in his pursuit of truth by providing him with the tools uh, to discuss biblical facts rationally and to defend against the false assertions of the world. And um, it's, it's really a way of teaching. It's, it's not like a Band-Aid that we put on after the fact when all of a sudden the um, claims in education don't line up with the claims in church. Um, it, it's supposed to go together. Um, what we learn in church and what we learn in the school are both truth, and um, apologetics helps us show that the truths that we study in Scripture are truths of reality, and <clears throat> they are um, sometimes at odds with other truths that we are taught in school. So it helps flesh out the difference. 
The, so you mentioned that, that CCLE, uh, the Classical Consortium for Lutheran Education, is uh, is helping out with the conference, and the the lineup of speakers looks looks great. Who who are some of the speakers that uh, that will be at this conference? Well, we have three keynote speakers this year. Dr. Gene Edward Veith Jr. is our visiting speaker. Um, he's actually returning more accurately. He was a uh, professor at um, Concordia, Wisconsin, in the past before he taught at Patrick Henry. We also have Dr. Susan Mobley of our history department and Dr. Brian Harries of our English department, and they will be tackling the other keynote lectures. What are you looking forward to most um, at this conference, particularly that relates to you and uh, your future vocation? I really love seeing um, so many interested local parishioners and students just come and learn and explore um, topics that um, you don't often get to hear about, um, especially when I get to put people in contact with um, uh, things like the Consortium for Classical Education. Um, it, it's really about the um, building up the connections and the future for um, these students who are going into education so that they have opportunities to uh, get into contact with these types of people. So what are the details? How do we register? How do we, uh, do we need to register? And where would we find the conference? <clears throat> yes, so there is a um, registration um, page on our school website. I am not sure how easy it is to find. There's also a flyer circulating um, in some local churches uh, that has the link on it. It's on my Facebook page. Um, we'll provide the link on the program notes today as well. Yeah, we will. It is a little long, but we'll have it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. It the red the regular registration ticket is fifty dollars. Um, the student ticket is eight dollars, and the Concordia student is free. Um, and even it, for the um, Concordia students, we do like them to register early, so we have a head count. Um, and the dates of the conference are March 29th and March 30th, so it's coming up in just a couple of weeks. Um, and it starts at 5 p.m. on Friday and goes to 4 p.m. on Saturday. Very good. So a good weekend of of learning and uh, mm -hmm. fellowship as well, all gathered around these this important uh, topic of apologetics and classical Lutheran education. Uh, any other details that we need to know as we prepare? We'll provide the link in the program notes. Mm -hmm. um, and, and registration, is there a deadline for registration? There is not a deadline for registration. You can register the day of. All right. And this is coming up March 29th and 30th. What's the location on campus? On campus, it will be held in the pharmacy building. All right. Very good. Well, Dr. Taylor, thank you so much for being our guest this morning. Thanks for being a part of the coffee hour and uh, sharing with us the uh, the uh, Concordia Apologetics Conference. Andrew and Sarah, thank you. Anytime, anytime we have a chance to talk about the great things happening in Concordia, Wisconsin, we'd love to come on and tell you about them. And Stephen Kreitcho, uh, junior, undergraduate of uh, classical education and undergraduate in pre-professional church work organization, conference director for Concordia University, Wisconsin. Stephen, thanks so much for being our guest today. Oh, thanks for having me. Blessings in the upcoming conference. Thank you. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll learn how to prepare for response to emergencies, mm -hmm. particularly as Lutherans. How yeah. do we respond to emergencies? <laughs> You're listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. <laughs> I'm Sarah Golseth. Wow.